Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday. Yes, it is. Coming to the completion of another work week, but the beginning of another weekend, and we love our weekends. Why do we love our weekends, Andrew? We love our weekends because we get together and we worship God on the Lord's Day. And if you're in the Tampa area, we want you to come out and join us. Uh, would love to see you here at uh, Livingston Avenue and all the information you need about our services is found at our website, christiansmeethere.org. christiansmeethere.org. We have those links on our show notes also, so you don't have to remember that. You can just go to the show notes and you can click on it there. I want to wrap up Matthew chapter 6. All right, let's do it. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version and I'm going to begin in verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. If I can just jump in now that I've finished reading this, because, you know, throughout this week, I know that one of the approaches I've taken is let's say the extreme stuff and then let's kind of back off at the end and and try to caveat and, and help with that. And the reason why I've done that is because listen to how Jesus taught it. You know, Jesus said some says extreme things. Yeah. And we find it here because he says, why are you anxious about food? Why are you anxious about clothing? Andrew, why are we anxious about those things? Well, we just, uh, we get pretty cranky when we don't have them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, because, because it's life or death, isn't it? I mean, we're talking about, when we're talking about food and clothing, And that, you know, I get it. That doesn't have to be all caviar and tuxedos. But if if we don't have clothing, we are exposed to the elements. If we don't have food, we starve to death. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I was thinking much like you just said, honestly, when when you read it through that, I just thought, wow, when I see someone, you know, pictures of people in, in other countries or sometimes even stories about poverty in our own land, when I see someone who really doesn't have food or apparently doesn't have food i don't think where's your faith yeah <laughs> well, okay let's back okay. up and think when about- i see someone in that situation i think well uh, you know what what can i do to help or what can be done yeah. right and i and i do believe god uses us in that way as we've talked about earlier this week with with the things we have to try to relieve others uh, you know in their needs mm-hmm. okay but that gets back to who are we going to trust when we're the one who is in need. Can we think for a moment about Jesus' audience? Yeah. 
I think that so often as I picture these Bible accounts, I tend to see in them people a lot like me. Uh, I, I can't remember what we were talking about. It was off the air, just in a conversation. We were talking about the rise of the middle class since the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, that was not on the mics, but the, yeah. Yeah. Because that's uh, what we sit around and talk about, folks. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't trumpet your spirituality, Andrew. We, no, we talked no. about that, too. No, no, no. I don't think that sounds very spiritual. Like <laughs> You guys are definitely more interesting when you know you're being recorded. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be talking about the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> anyway... Here's the only reason I bring that up is because, well, the New Testament was written before the Industrial Revolution. certainly was. He's not speaking to middle-class Americans. He is speaking to people who are farmers, who are fishermen, who are shepherds. But here's the deal about being a fisherman. If you don't catch anything that night, you're not going to eat anything today. I mean, it's very close to the land, hand to mouth. It was the peasants, and, and then there might be a king, like a King Herod. But not a middle class. You know, I I think I struggle with this teaching about don't be anxious about what you'll eat and what you'll drink and what you'll wear. Because, look, I've got a closet full of clothes. Yeah. But he's talking to people that didn't have that and telling them, guys, don't worry about this stuff. Yeah, they might have one change of clothes. If. 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 Something for Sabbath. If. uh, And if they go go work in a field tomorrow and that guy decides to be a jerk and not give them the denarius, which apparently was a thing that happened. Or, or somebody came by and asked to borrow a tunic. <laughs> well, 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 what am I going to wear tomorrow? That's the that's the tunic I have. That's exactly right. So, as as Jesus is saying, he's not talking to people who can say, "Yeah, I'm not worried about that." You know, I'm I'm really not worried about my food today because I got a refrigerator full of food. I'm not worried about my clothes tomorrow because I got ten changes of clothes. Uh, you know, it's funny we we say I've got nothing to wear, and what that means is I looked through the hundred shirts I have in my closet. That's hyperbole. I look through the, you know, 20 shirts I have in my closet and none of them is speaking to me today. Yeah. You know, I, when yeah. they said they had nothing to wear, it probably meant yeah. they had nothing to wear. And we say, what shall I eat? And, and by that means which of the five restaurants that are, with the, yeah, that are in quick drive from my house. Yeah, where do, where do you want to go? Yeah, I just, I just don't even know what I'm hungry for. Yeah. But Jesus isn't talking to people like that. When he yeah. says, when he says, don't worry about these things, he's actually talking to people that, I mean, from my perspective, had a lot to worry about. Had a genuine concern. But, but Jesus is telling them, he's telling this extreme thing. Why are you anxious about this? Well, I'll tell you why I'm anxious about this, Lord. I didn't eat today. Mm-hmm. Why are you anxious about this? Look, God's going to take care of you. Why don't you trust him? You know what? Seek the kingdom. Seek the kingdom. Seek the kingdom first. You do that, God will take care of you. God will give you what you need. Now, look, he may not he may not give you everything you want. God will take care of you. Now, he may not take care of you to, and, and now I'm talking to us middle-class Americans, he may not take care of you to the level of standard of living that you've become accustomed to, but he'll take care of you. Yeah. He'll take care of you on that stuff. Well, again, um, it's in Timothy when uh, Paul is talking to Timothy and warning him about the love of money. We brought nothing into this world and will not take anything with us, mm-hmm. right? But with food and with clothing, with this, we'll be satisfied. And, and I've often thought um, we do enjoy in this country and at this moment a very high standard of living to look at other places in the world that don't have the standard of living, but but they're Christians in those places. They have food. They have clothing. 
God has not forsaken them. God has not broken his word or his promise in any way. Mm-mm. You know, and and that's and I just appreciate that in light of what you just said. It, it may not always be that way for us. Well, even Paul talked about going days without food and nights without sleep. And, you know, he's in, in the deep and all those things. So here's a faithful servant of God. In fact, I think most of us look at Paul like he, other yeah. than Jesus, is the most faithful servant of God. And there were times when he was hungry. There were times when he didn't have the clothes. There were times when he was exposed. And, and of course, you know, I tie it together to what Second Corinthians 12 with the thorn in the flesh. And in those kinds of things, it's just the recognition that God's grace is sufficient for me. I think about uh, the Beatitudes, you know, we already talked about this idea, blessed are you when you are persecuted, persecuted like the prophets. Um, You know, if you were persecuted like the prophets, if you got thrown into some of the pits and jails and and all this, I mean, it, it actually wasn't as good as being in prison in America. I don't, there wasn't guarantees of food or jumpsuit clothing or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. this this is deprivation mm-hmm. went hand in hand with all kinds of persecution. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, blessed are you when you have that for my sake. Well, let's go back to the Beatitudes and remember the way Luke records the Beatitudes. Mm. Because Luke, when he records the Beatitudes, it's not blessed are the poor in spirit. It's blessed are the... Poor. Poor. And it's not blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. It's blessed are the hungry. Mm-hmm. But he then comes back with, he, he records that Jesus also had some curses. Cursed are the wealthy and cursed are the full and cursed are the satisfied. Or woe, I mean, woe to you, I think is what he says. But still, you know, that's uh, here in this different context. Jesus makes a similar but different point. Yeah. And, you know, what what, I, what I've heard people tend to do is say, well, I know in Luke it says, blessed are the poor, but when we go to Matthew, we know what he really meant. Except when you read through Luke, it, it really seems to be about blessed are the poor. And here in modern day Christianity in America, we rarely think that. Yeah. No, no. Blessing means wealth. Blessing means wealth. He says, no, you, you might be poor and that's a blessing. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who are hungry. Why? I'll tell you why. Because those things tend to open us up to the Lord, to recognize our need for the Lord. That uh, mammon that we talked about yesterday, um, the more of it you have, the greater the temptation. There's your master. Seek the kingdom first. Does that mean I wake up in the morning and I do my kingdom stuff, and then after that I do whatever I want? Well, this kingdom has been a theme, hasn't it? We want to be inherit the kingdom. We want to be sons of the kingdom. We're praying that kingdom come. Here we are seeking the kingdom. I would say it's not uh, not just an activity of a morning or not just an activity of a Sunday morning, but this is really about a life pursuit, isn't it? Seeking the kingdom first, I think, is the idea that fundamentally in every choice I make, my first consideration is the kingdom. That's the priority. When I'm looking for a job, I'm thinking, okay, how is this going to impact the kingdom? When I'm deciding whom I'm going to marry, I think, how is this how, how is this with the kingdom? When I'm thinking about what am I going to do today? All right, I've got a job. I have a job, and now I've got responsibilities on the job. How am I going to conduct myself? I, my first consideration is how does this impact the kingdom? And the, I, I need to think about all of that. And, you know, look, seeking the kingdom first doesn't mean everybody's a preacher. No, it doesn't mean that at all. But it does mean when when folks are bankers and teachers and doctors and lawyers and janitors and widget makers and farmers, farmers, whatever, they're saying, you know what? I conduct this job. I perform my duty Mm. in a way that exposes the kingdom. I, I conduct this as if I am living in the fullness 
of the kingdom. I pursue justice. I pursue holiness. I and I and you know what? If I'm on a job where the the company is not pursuing justice, I know that doesn't seek first the kingdom. And I'm not seeking first how to eat. I'm seeking first the kingdom. So I can't continue in a job that does that. And that's a bigger life. It's a bigger life than just being tied to the things of the life. I, I get back to, uh, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? When mm. Jesus is telling us about a kingdom and a kingdom first, it's a whole other way to appreciate this life and what matters in this life and what this life is all about. God, his glory, his kingdom. Uh, and, I, and I think in, in getting there in a mindset and getting there in an understanding helps us to hold these material things a little more lightly, helps us to be willing uh, to, to understand it's an investment when I give these things away to others. It's an investment in true spiritual treasure. I was reading a book recently, and it brought to mind Proverbs sixteen eight: Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Here's an idea. This this should impact the way I conduct my work. If I'm seeking the kingdom first, I know that in the kingdom justice is supposed to pre- justice is supposed to prevail. And so, I, I don't lie, I don't cheat, mm-hmm. I don't steal, mm-hmm. I, I don't uh, try to get out of contracts. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to break my word. I pursue justice, honesty, righteousness, and you know what? I don't sit back and say, well, I'm going to fudge this one because, hey, you know, I got to put food on the table. It's better to have a little with God's righteousness. I'm seeking God's kingdom and righteousness first rather than great revenues with injustice. Mm -hmm. Seek the kingdom first at all times. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us on Text Talk today. Rate us, review us, share us. We'd love for you to help us get the word out about this podcast, Text Talk. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see you on Sunday. That'd be a great thing. If you're not here in the Tampa area, we really want to encourage you. Find a group of God's people. Get together and worship God in spirit and truth. He deserves it, and you need it. Andrew, wrap us up in prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you for today. We know this is the day you've given us. Whatever worries, anxieties, troubles that we have this day, it's enough for today. And Lord, because we trust you with this day, we want to serve you and seek you, your rule, your authority, your kingdom in our lives this day. God, help us to order our priorities and always have you and your ways first for today. And Father, we know that you will provide for us. Thank you for that comfort of that promise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.